Today's scripture comes from Acts 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? And others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and smoky mist, the sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then every one who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God.
You may be seated. The first thing that we need to acknowledge today is Miss Jane, you did a great job on all those names, so we appreciate you. Because <laughs> Lord knows it would not be very good if I had read it. So we are always appreciative of all of our scripture readers, especially Miss Jan, or Miss Jane, Miss Jan's right there, Miss Jane in this moment. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, growing up, though, in, in our house, um, there, there was a theme that came to be once I started middle school. Um, the theme was I, you know, had to make sure in the day or in my classes that I wrote down, you know, exactly what was due and when it was due, whatever assignments and projects and papers. And then my mother would make sure to uh, kind of know what's going on in the midst of my schooling, in the midst of my classes, because she knew me well enough to know that sometimes she kind of had to put the, the fire underneath my fanny so that I would actually get it done. Because if it was up to me, probably would uh, wait till the morning of to get, get the things done that I needed to. Um, so sometimes uh, to put that fire underneath me, uh, she would come into my room with a loud, uh, violent uh, voice, kind of like the violent Holy Spirit, right, coming into the upper room. But it was out of love. It was out of making sure that I passed my schooling. Um, and just knowing that uh, it, it hadn't gotten been done yet. And, you know, our scripture today talks about the Holy Spirit coming uh, violently, like a rush of a violent wind into that, that house, that room, right? This is not the first time that we have seen the Holy Spirit. We, we uh, have heard and seen of the Holy Spirit coming down on Jesus when he was baptized, but that Holy Spirit that came, the same Holy Spirit, but the form in which that Holy Spirit moment happened was a nice little dove that came down. Very different from the violent wind that is coming into this room. And as they experience that wind, as they experience uh, it coming in and filling up that place, all of a sudden, they're able to understand each other. They're able to understand each other's native languages. And as we heard, it wasn't just one or two, but many. The Holy Spirit was at work. But why is it that the Holy Spirit had, was filled in that room? Why is it that the Holy Spirit came in such a violent and loud way compared to a nice little dove coming from the heaven? At this point, we know that Jesus has been crucified. Jesus has been resurrected. Jesus has, uh, as we talked about uh, last week, ascended into heaven. So even past the resurrection where he was uh, encountering his disciples and other uh, people along the way, that was no longer happening. 
Jesus was no longer walking with us. But Jesus was with us. Because you got to think, for the disciples, right, they, they one, we, we know about like Thomas and just kind of the shock that they were in where they, they, they thought that they had lost Jesus. They thought they had lost their master, their teacher, the one who had come into their life and really transformed it in a way that nobody else had ever done before, being that it was the Son of God. And now they... they had Jesus back in their life. They were experiencing Jesus in so many different ways. And then he was gone again. The disappointment that I'm sure they were experiencing, uh, the wondering of, you know, I know Jesus talked about us going out into the world, going and helping others uh, know who God is, witnessing to our faith. You know, that's what, what Jesus told us to do. But how are we supposed to do that without Jesus with us? What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to do it? You know, Jesus is the one that had all the answers. Jesus is the one who guided us. But in the midst of all of those feelings that they were experiencing... Right here, in this moment, that violent wind that came into that space was coming in to assure those disciples that the Holy Spirit was with them. How else would all of those individuals in the room from so many different areas be able to understand one another? Yet, there was still some doubt. There was still some doubt uh, of others who, you know, accused and thought, oh, they're just filled with new wine. They had a little too much to drink. But, Peter knew, Peter knew that they were not drunk. Peter knew that this, this was the Holy Spirit in which God had promised His people. That Jesus had promised His disciples as He was ascended into heaven. That that presence of Jesus, even though it, it looks very different, even though they are no longer with the physical being of Jesus, that presence is still at work through that Holy Spirit. It's almost like the Holy Spirit kind of had to light a fire mm -hmm. under that community to propel God's church to be able to go out into the world and do the work that God was putting before them. Sharing all of those messages that Jesus had shared of love, of hope, of justice, of mercy. And letting all of God's people know that Christ was risen. 
Christ was risen for them, but Christ was risen for all of us. Now, fast forward 2,000 years later, we're sitting here uh, in 2023. We are here in Alabaster, Alabama, uh, in what is beginning to be the heat of summer. Not quite there. I'm sure it's going to get even warmer than it is today. And we don't even know of what it's like to walk alongside of Jesus in that physical manner as the disciples did. We, we didn't get to walk from town to town with Christ Jesus. We didn't have that opportunity. But we do have that same Holy Spirit that came into the room into that house, into that area, as a, as a rush of a violent wind surrounding us. We have the opportunity to continue the work that the Holy Spirit was propelling the church to do 2,000 years ago. The work of sharing God with all of those that we encounter. Sharing that unconditional love, that hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And so we, we have that ability and that calling before us, but we also are reminded that that Holy Spirit that came into that place is still with us and at work today. And that we are not doing any of this alone. That Christ is with us. Christ is with us through His Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And there are going to be moments where that Holy Spirit comes into our life like a rush of a violent wind and kind of kicks us so that we see it right there surrounding us. Where it can, you know, sometimes give us a little push to go where God is calling us so that we may fulfill the purpose that God has created each and every one of us. The purpose that is different from person to person as we were created uniquely, the calling that God puts on His church. This local congregation, uh, the, the United Methodist Church, the universal church. With the hope and the purpose always being to make more disciples in the name of Jesus Christ. To help all of God's people know of His love. To help all of God's people know that they too are surrounded by God's Holy Spirit. That we, we surely have the presence of God around us. And let us never Take that for granted. Let us never forget 
of that mighty presence that surrounds us. And let us go. Let us go as the people did from this house, this room that the Spirit filled up. Let us go and let us share of that love, of that grace, of that hope. Let us share of that Holy Spirit that is alive and at work in the world today as it will be alive and at work long past these days. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, uh, we just we give you thanks for your Spirit, the Spirit that continues to surround us, the Spirit that continues uh, to guide us, the Spirit that continues to help us know where you are calling and the purpose that you have put before each and every one of us. So let us remember and continue to see where that Spirit is working in our lives and let us share with the world how the Holy Spirit is alive and at work in all of your people's lives. Today, tomorrow, and for eternity. It's in your Son's name we pray. Amen.